What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, July 9th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy Podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zo, a.k.a. Viral Tweet Maker. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. I found that the only way to go viral uh, tweeting about the Cubs lately is just, like, shit on them. So, yes. and, hope, and luckily, they've been helping me out by, you know, losing 11 games in a row, being, like, the national brutal. laughing stock, and uh, now they're officially sold. So. Absolutely Ooh. brutal. Um, yeah. You notice that we're missing one. Uh, K-Fids is mid-flight. He's going on a little vacation. Um, knowing Fids, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to join the show on the airplane for, <laughs> with that shitty airplane Wi-Fi. Um, don't think we'll let him on. So, Fids, if you're listening, just don't even try. Uh, <laughs> but... He's definitely on a flight. Um, he'll be back next week to make sure that you all get yelled at for how you treat Chris Bryant. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got some Aloy Jimenez news. White Sox are back to doing what they do. Cubs took a turn down negative town. We got trade rumors. We got all kinds of stuff. So let's just get into it. Uh, and let's tap this keg. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or guarantee So the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for. Yeah. Can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. As always, this show is brought to you by PointsBet. Make sure you are using promo code PINWHEELS. You can set up your account on your phone, and then you just got to drive by one of their physical locations. They got three locations in the Chicagoland area, and then you can activate it there. So, like, yes, it's still not exactly ideal, but they made it a little bit easier. Um, And also, the show is brought to you by us. Hey, guys. Uh, go buy some merch, support the show. Um, we appreciate you. You know, we've been doing this for over three years now. So uh, we appreciate all the love and anything that you guys can do. I got, I love getting DMs from people saying, hey, man, I bought some merch. It makes my day. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, and as always, if you're watching us, if you're listening to us on Friday, we do this live on Facebook and Twitter every Thursday night around 530-ish. If you think we're on time, you're nuts. Um, that's on you now. That's not on us anymore. That's on you. Uh, but 5.30-ish, uh, we are the the Tim Anderson, the leadoff hitter of a great night of live podcast on Thursday night. So if you're looking for something to watch, you should watch. We have a great comment section. Uh, it's very lively. looks pretty lively tonight, too. Uh People are already jumping in. Who's Axel? Who's Slash? I think I'm more Axel, although you're more of a Slash. I'll be Slash. Yeah, you're more of a Slash. I think that actually plays. That plays a lot. Kevin's um, a groupie. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I, <laughs> that's the only two members. I can't think of another Guns N' Roses member. I can't man. Think of but Kevin's that guy. Um, <laughs> sorry, you don't need names when you have family. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get one Vin Diesel. Oh, I, I, the one that Kevin shared, the Cubs yeah. don't need wins. They have family. Yes. I mean, you can, the one, the Olive Garden one killed me, dude. <laughs> when he pulls up and it's like, when you're here, your family and it zooms in on his face and he's like, what? Um, but yeah, let's just start with the big news, dude. Let's just go big news right out the gate. Big news. Eloy Menas, the big baby. Dude, we got some fast healing MFers on this team. Because, on well, it started coming out Wednesday night. Shout out to 670 scores, Shane Reardon. He he was the first one to have it. Um, and then it, made, it was made official uh, Thursday morning. The White Sox probably were like, oh, shit, it's out. We might as well just make it official. Um, Aloy is going to start his rehab assignment in Winsome-Salem. Um, my guess is... Couple games in Winston Salem, couple games in Yeah, they'll probably go right to Charlotte, let him hit the Super Bowl a little bit, feel pretty good <laughs> about himself. And then uh, the date that most White Sox fans have circled is July twentieth. It's a home game, uh, after the All Star break, obviously. Um, as Aloy's possible big comeback to the White Sox. Now that starts a no July twentieth is that seems too soon because didn't Han say like a at most like a twenty day clock or something? Yeah, but he's been ahead of every clock they've been putting on him. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and you I think put, I saw it was like the twenty fourth or something. Maybe? And for the record, you can put not Steve Shishak broke it in the comment section so your fingers bleed. I will not recognize that account. <laughs> um, Shane broke it. Uh, yeah, so wait, we got the White Sox have three games in Baltimore before the All-Star game. So there you go. That takes you – that's the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, then you got the break, and then they start a homestand, 16th, 17th, and 18th. They have Houston at home. And then Monday, July 19th, they have a doubleheader against <laughs> Minnesota. I know, man. Josh, Josh, telling you to recognize not Steve Seashell. Oh, Josh, Josh, Josh Nelson from uh, Sox Machine, big parody account fan, big parody <laughs> account fan. That Josh, you gotta watch out for that guy. Friday, July third, they come back from a home or a seven game road trip and open up a that actually July. Th- I'm seeing a lot of July thirtieth. Yeah. July thirtieth actually seems Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. That seems like the game to go to. It's a Friday night, seven ten. Cleveland sucks. So, yeah, Cleveland. I didn't know it because the Cubs were just like taking all of the uh, all the losing attention in the national media. I didn't realize that like Cleveland had lost nine in a row. Dude, they just they just imploded. And I mean, they got. Well, hold on. We'll get back to Cleveland. Let's stay on Eloy. So, yes, Eloy is this big joyous dude and by the way i'm very disappointed in our comment section no one has given me shit for be- having a short sleeve hoodie on yet anyways um they need big, a closer look big joyous dude 
<laughs> big joyous dude, huge contagious smile. Everybody in the locker room, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about him. Like he could be very frustrated at times with how he plays the outfield, which we're going to talk about that in a second too. Um, but not only are you getting a huge power bet back in the lineup to, for a team that is near the bottom of the league in home runs, but you're getting a dude that's just, I mean, this team could be down seven and they show the the dugout and Aloy's still there trying to pump dudes up, try to get them going. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just, mm-hmm. and that's something that is, you know, invaluable. And then the power bat. I mean, <laughs> we could keep going back and he's been clutch. His bats matured. We've watched him mature since he started with the white Sox. You know, he's not always swinging for the, the 500 foot bomb. He's going opposite field. He's hitting gaps. He's hitting in clutch situations. It's just fantastic. And I love seeing that. I'm very excited for him to come back just because I root for the guy too. Ever since the big trade with the Cubs, I've He's just, it's hard not to root for that guy. If you follow him on any social media platform, I mean, the guy still says hi, mom, to the camera all the time. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a big goofball. He's a happy, happy go lucky guy. So he did his press conference and he said all the right things. You know, I've, I feel 200%. I feel better than I ever did in, during spring training. I'm just eager to get out there and dominate the league with my teammates. Um, everything was going good in this press conference until someone brought up the DH. And they're like, well, well, Aloy, it looks like, you know, Tony might DH you. And, you know, he, he played it correctly. He was like, you know, I'll play wherever they, the team needs me to play. You know, that's fine. But then he just straight up was like, but I don't like to DH. But... Here's the thing. The, the knee jerk reaction. 100% is, well, dude, you run into walls and you rip your armpit going for, fly balls that are not even close to being catchable (laughs) and we need your bet. They obviously need their bet, Um, need his bet. But I'm trying to look at it from, I try to look at everything from both sides of the coin. It's a good, it's good life philosophy for people. Life philosophy was though. Let's, let's go down this path. But dude, he's 24 years old. No 24 year old wants to be told, your DH. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. play half the game. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just, it's, I get it. I what do you think, though? I do think the Sox, like, even when he's coming back, I think they can even break it down to, break it to him and, like, not even be so, like, oh, you, like, you're terrible out there and, like, you're just right. uh, a liability. We can't have you out there. They can just be like, hey, man, like, you've missed, you missed, like, when he comes back, it's going to be, like, late July, early August. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be, you're gonna be out of like uh, facing MLB pitching and just being out of an MLB game for like what was that, like four months. Mm-hmm. They could easily be like, "Hey man, we're gonna ease you in, you yeah. know, you know, ease you in. We're gonna get you get you out there, get you your four or five at bats every game. Mm-hmm. See how you're feeling. Maybe like a random day off here. Uh, I mean, socks." Huge fucking lead right now. Good right. for you guys. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can do that now. Like it is right now. Like it's so crazy with all your injuries. Like it doesn't even matter now because by the time guys get back, mm-hmm. like even if like like Cleveland makes a little move, like what they're gonna close to within five. Like right. like with Elo coming back and and then like with Luis Robert, you know, Grandal even coming back uh, like a month or so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, but 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 back with Eloy, it's like yeah, like 
hey, Loy, we're just easy back in. Like this, don't take this as a personal thing. It's like, even though it might be exactly how they're feeling and probably right. are feeling, but you know, you can ease it and be like, hey, like if you're feeling good by the middle of August, we'll get you out there a couple days. So, but yeah, <laughs> I, I'm down with that. I think that's a smart move. I also think they can do two things too. Be like, Loy, look what Andrew's doing, man. Andrew's doing his thing out there, and we want both of your bats in the lineup. We can't put Andrew anywhere else on the field. Right. And and so, like how Maddie Mitch said, yeah. like with no intention of actually putting him back out no, there. No, it's like when you tell a kid. Yeah. Like, it's like when you tell a kid, oh, we'll go get McFlurries. Damn well, you know, you ain't going to get McFlurries. The machine's going to be broke anyways. But you just tell the kid that so he behaves. See, I'm already picking yeah. up on this dad shit. But there's a good question in the chat, too. Uh, what's a reasonable offensive expectation? for Eloy. And mm -hmm. so the first thing that I do right away is I immediately go to the 2020 numbers because he played 55 games, you know, and that's still 14 home runs with the slash of 296, 332, 559 with an OPS of 891. Sign me up. You know, I'm like, yeah, like I was, I was even going to say just like, but I don't even know if you want the way I'd approach it from like the socks or like a fan, I wouldn't even put it on a like numbers wise expectation. It's just like no. how, cause like, you know, obviously he's going to get these, these games in, in the minors on his rehab assignment. But I mean, it's going to be different from like when he faces, you know, Shane Bieber or something or Shane Bieber and healthy. I've been so out of the loop lately. I don't know. Cleveland's like, no, 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 but it's like, yeah, even starting pitching is just, but, but yeah, it's like it's like you know he's gonna be facing guys like that he hasn't seen that stuff in a in a, over a year, mm -hmm. um, and it's just like you know how he looks at the play, you know, uh, I I I think it'd be hard to like put it in like numbers wise, like oh right, like, I if he can hit like twelve home runs in like six weeks, you know, hit three hundred or hit two ninety, whatever, just like you know, see how he goes out there. At this point, all you just want he just, you just want him to be rolling once the playoffs. One hundred percent, and I feel like if you put a number on it, like if he doesn't hit fifteen home runs, what the fuck? I feel like you're setting yourself up to be angry, which right. I, I I know a lot of White Sox Twitter people like to do, <laughs> but you're setting yourself up to be angry that way. I just I look at it this way: like right now, this team is at the bottom of the league in power numbers, so yes. he's only going to help that, only going to help that. And number two, it completely. I don't want to say completely, but it changes the dynamic of this lineup. Oh, no, it definitely does. Like, the the way the lineup is constructed now, and it's working, I'm not knocking Tony, all you LaRusa dog boys, you can just <laughs> fucking chill out a little bit. But what I'm saying is having a bet like Aloy, it's going to not only provide some protection for, like, a Jose Abreu or Yohan yeah. Mankata, depending on where he puts them, but it's also just going to – it's it's like the hockey players call it, like, a grocery stick. It's that thing that goes in between the – groceries on the conveyor but yeah, it's yeah. gonna break it up and it's like all of a sudden you have like boom Eloy yes it pushes everyone down a spot but it, it only helps the lineup and then the cherry on top of all this fucking news is Luis Roberts already like healing like I swear to God they hired Mr. Miyagi or some shit man they got like whatever powers they use like yeah. uh, they just devoted all their energy towards Eloy and uh, Robert because like everybody else is getting hurt so mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. Just like, uh, yeah, you guys handle that, and then we'll we'll get Eloy and Robert back. And Sorry, then, everyone else. Any White Sox fan with half a brain, and I know I'm stretching here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> can see how this is lining up. 
Okay. The the trade to line is July 31st. The White Sox are going to have Aloy back in the big boy lineup by the end of July. Robert more than likely will be in the minor leagues on a rehab stint at the end of July. If you cannot already hear Rick Hahn saying getting Aloy and Robert back were better than any trades that were available to us, then you're fucking naive. Then you know what? I have a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you. Because that is it's just yeah, it's it's gonna happen. Accept it. It's not completely wrong. I still want the White Sox to make a trade. I still expect them to make a trade. But I also know this is coming. Right. And like it it's like the thing with like, you know, uh I mean, I'm not going to say especially Rakan, but like with a lot of things that Rakan says, like, you know, he's he's not wrong. But then also there's like the other part of like, well, I mean, you could have still like, hey, you know, maybe add a right fielder, like, you know, a second baseman, something. <laughs> but like, yes, you know, obviously getting like Eli Jimenez, like one of your top hitters back. And then like, you know, at least Robert a couple weeks later, or you're hoping for it a couple weeks later after that. It's like, yeah, of course, that's better than any trade that you could have made. But that doesn't mean that you right. can't also... They uh, need a second trade. baseman. They yeah. need a second baseman. You need a second baseman. You need enough. I wouldn't mind another arm in the bullpen. And right field's still a shit show. But when you get Robert back, you move Engel over there. And you know who you're not moving over there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, actually, that makes sense. Because I'm sitting here as a scorned White Sox fan saying that they're not going to make a trade because they're going to say Aloy and Robert. But you know what also I didn't think they would do? Straight up eat money and DFA mm-hmm. eating. And – our friend of the good friend of the show, uh, Aloha, Mr. Han, that's Fid's co-host on uh, Tainted Glove. It's a great podcast. You guys should check that out too. But he said, just like they would never DFA Eaton. If you lined up 100 Sox fans, 90 of them would told, would have said to you, there's no way that they eat money and just get rid of them. But Adam Engel comes back from injury, and then out of no they and they didn't even just do it. They did them dirty, bro. Like they were on a road trip. He batted lead off the game before. Yeah. And the- they straight up woke up the next day and were like, all right, bro, here's three and a half million. Bye. They 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 didn't even give him the uh they didn't even give him the uh the you know, hey, do you, yeah. you have a, a sore hammy? Like yeah. you want to be DFC? They didn't give him the Jake Arietta <laughs> yeah, treatment. Yeah, they didn't give him the Jake Arietta treatment. They're yep. like, uh bye, thank you for your six fifty OPS. And yes, thank you, comment section. I know they did it with Steve Suzak. I know they did it with Kevinger. I know they did it with Yonder Alonzo. I don't even like saying that name. That's like Voldemort on the show. I know they did all that. It's just it felt different with Eaton. Eaton was a little bit of a different situation in my head right now because it was they needed a right fielder going into the season. And there was Jock Peterson, who we've now found out just chose not to come to the Sox. There was Brantley. There was a bunch of other names out there, and they went with Eaton, and they took a ton of shit for it. And he had, like, two good weeks, and all the Eaton supporters came out full force in those two two weeks. Like, fuck all of you. We told you he was going to be good. And – now he's DF. Here we are on July 9th, and he's DFA. Yeah. So this, for those of you that don't know what that means, is the White Sox eat that contract? Uh, he has was it like a week, two weeks, and then he can uh, he could say like, no, I'm not going down to the minors. And then yeah, like he has to like pass yeah. through waivers, and obviously, and then pass, just, no one's going to want to pay the the money, and then right. no one's like, going to like one of the minors. No one's going to let the White Sox get off the hook. Right, and then the White Sox are going to owe him like three and a half million dollars for the rest of the season, and he's free to sign with another team. Which, if you're betting on it, 
Yankees or Indians. Oh, Alex, me and you said at the same time, Yankees or Indians would be my <laughs> guest. He is like the perfect Yankee. The next guy. Nick Swisher? Exactly. <laughs> like 100%. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad about it. It just, you know, all things aside, it looks like the injuries, he just never was right. And um, I'm not a big fan of him as a person. Um, but he, you know, he held it down for what he had to do. And then he just couldn't get the back going the fielding. He looked a step slow. He was taking really shitty routes. I don't think I ever watched like, so many White Sox games where I'm just like, where the fuck is he going? From, like the beginning of the season. Yeah, I still remember was... that, that opening series in, uh, in Anaheim when he was like just losing balls in the light and just making bad plays. Right. It no, was just... The important thing is though, Adam Eaton was bad and it didn't really matter. Because no. like everyone else, like you had other guys who would step up for like big chunks of uh, of the season so far. You know, you had Mercedes who had an amazing April. Uh, you know, Brady started off slow in April, but then he got hot in May. You, know, you had other guys. Uh, you know, TA's been on fire lately. Um, so that's that was a good thing. That Adam I mean, like sucked. He was what mm-hmm. you know people who hated the signing. You know, their worst fears came true with him. But ultimately, I mean, also because you know, look at the, your rotation. Uh, and you know, with Hendricks at the end, like nailing every every game down, uh, you know, you're like what eight eight games up, eight and a half games up over Cleveland. Yeah, so, I'm trying to find uh, Eaton stats. I had to keep scrolling. I mean, you're hitting 201, my guy. Like it's just this <laughs> team. <laughs> the other thing that hurt him bad is Sheets and Berger. Yeah, showing up to the big dance like. Sup, homies? I belong here. <laughs> like Burger's hitting the cover. He's hitting 107 mile an hour doubles. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 again, like the, I think I mentioned it the other day. Like you know, when like uh, you, uh, I think it, they're trying to like you know, just on Twitter, people are trying to figure out some uh, uh, some trades uh, and like you know, involving Gavin Sheets. And it's like, yo, know, Gavin Sheets, 25, and you know, beginning of the season, you know, the Sox probably had like no plans of playing him at all this year. Like the only reason he's up is because of all the injuries. Mm-hmm. And but hey, he gets his opportunity. And just like we've seen with uh, I mean, up and down, you go down the Sox replacing guys who've been injured. Coming through, Jake Berg, the same thing. It's been incredible. It's been the definition of next man up. Yeah. Like I, I know it's like a very it's the cliche, but like the Sox have done it. Yeah, it's it's a super overused cliche in sports, but the Sox are like showing you what next man up looks like. And I mean, every team hopes for this when they hit injuries. Like I'm sure Cleveland would love some of these guys they're throwing up to pitch right now to, you know, be able to reciprocate what, you know, no one's going to be a Shane Bieber, but like, and it doesn't help that they get in combined no hitter in Tampa. (laughs) I laughed at that, but, um, so they got rid of him. And then the other big roster news, obviously was Jasmine Grandal. Anytime you see a professional athlete start punching the ground when they're on the ground, it's just not it's good. it's just not a good time for that. Unless athlete. you're Joe Kelly trying to punch someone and you just completely whiff. And right. And <laughs> and so <laughs> that was funny. Uh so Grandal, they ended up give, having the surgery with them. People that I trust that are not parody accounts <laughs> are saying it's probably five weeks. Uh Yaz did a an Instagram post, you know, standard um, saying like the second half of the season is more fun. Anyways, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And then he quoted Bruno Mars because, you know, that's pretty hardcore. All right. Saying, All right. Don't believe me. Just watch. Okay. Um, 
But so Yaz is gone, and there's Ooh. two for five yeah, weeks. Yep. I mean, they all talk, dude. Robert Murray. That's the one that I'm ta- referring ah, okay, to. Okay. Yeah, not Louise Robert. Not Dr. Louise Robert. I but. honestly did say, or when I read Alex's uh, message here in the chat, five weeks recovery time, I missed the per Robert. I just, I thought oh. I said for Robert. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go on, go on. There's two things. One, Sevi Zavala will never have a better opportunity than he has right now. And we're going to get to talk about him in just a minute. But two, I want to say I'm very, very proud. Very proud. Father Zoe is very proud of all of you on Sox Twitter because I have not seen once. I've not seen him once. I thought for sure it was coming. I've not seen one person say we should have kept James McCann. I'm very <laughs> proud of all of you. I'm very proud of all of you because I would have been very upset if someone said that. But And I know now someone they're going to put it in the comments and we're going to get it tweeted to us, but whatever. Um, Sebi Zavala, he's the type of guy that feels like he's been on the White Sox since 1987. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of those guys that it feels like yeah. he's been um, in the White Sox system forever. Hold on. How old is he? I, I honestly don't even know. I'm going to guess like 26. Um, Sebi is 27. 27. Wow, you're right there. Um, so yeah. it's his time, dude. So Zach Collins, obviously, neither of these catchers are going to be a Yasmani Grandal. Let's just put it that way. You right. know what I mean? And that's it is what it is. But sorry for the dogs in the background. <laughs> but um, if Zach Collins can hit and do his thing. You know, he's he's struggling defensively, which I wouldn't mind him tighten that up a little bit. Um, he'll be fine to bat against righties. Mm-hmm. And then when you got the lefty pitcher in there, Sebi is the better defensive catcher. Like, Sebi is your is your Tyler Flowers. You know what I mean? Like, he's like... Yeah, yeah. So, Sebi Zavala, it seems like just like the old school, like before, like, you know, right. we became so analytically, like, you know, focus on numbers and what people... It's just... Give me a backup catcher who can catch, and then if he hits, like, 150, we're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. I thought – I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm not expecting 20 home runs from Savi Zavala. Right now. But, right, I'm just hoping he's just, like, catch the ball, you know, listen yeah. to Lance Lynn, and, you know, that's – Well, that's – I was very happy to hear uh, my cousin Lance after his start. <laughs> and twin minute, brother? Yeah, my we go cousin. Okay. My cousin Lance um, – <laughs> When he was talking about Sebi Zavala after his last start in Minnesota, he just said, you know, I think I threw one bullpen session with him in spring training. Don't really know the guy, but I think he did one hell of a job back there. He called a great game. Uh, he just kind of went with me. and every, You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. okay, well, that's what I want to hear, especially if you're a career minor league guy and you come up and you're catching for arguably the best rotation in baseball. Just stay the fuck out of the way. Just Go yeah. with the flow, dude. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the other big thing with Zach Collins is he someone needs to teach that boy how to frame. It, it, it is brutal, <laughs> dude. It is brutal. But speaking of Zach Collins and like the grand all injury, the knee injury, and like his him coming back, uh, and then with Elo coming back and possibly DHing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just curious, like, is there any thought of like, oh, like even when Grandall comes back, like he won't be catching as much because of the knee or is that not a concern right now? 
So apparently they did this. They elected to go with the surgery, so that won't be a concern. Okay. But right. it's it's probably. I mean, time waits for no man. You know, he's he ain't getting younger. So right. um, we'll see how it goes. Um, White Sox do like to keep three catchers on, but that's going to be a tough call with Sheets and Berger taking up roster spots. With Aloy coming back, Danny Mendix, I mean, he might as well already start making reservations at the Applebee's in Charlotte because <laughs> he's, he's going to be the first one to go. Um, the other thing that I'm seeing get floated that interests me. Who? is the possibility of Jake Berger playing second base. Well, I was about to ask, well, if Danny Mendick is gone, who's going to be playing second? Well, hopefully they trade. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I understand this happens every year. People get way too attached to prospects. Like, if Gavin Sheets gets you a Frazier from the Pirates, you make that trade. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. you do. I mean, I know there's some people, he's playing really well right now, and it's called selling high. You know what I mean? Like you make that trade. Frazier's starting in the All Star game. It's driving me insane how people are trying to tell me he's overrated and shit. Like, it, and I looked his career numbers. It's not like this is like some like crazy and like Brian Anderson anomaly season where all of a sudden he goes and does a <laughs> shit ton of roids and comes back and hits fifty home runs. He's always been around this type of player. Like he's a solid ass baseball player. And he's I know, a high contact guy, and yeah. yes, Sheets and Burger should be on the table. And I know Burger's the the heartstring story, and I'm guilty of that too. Like I, I want to see Burger succeed on the White Sox, but he's been making some plays at third base, bro. Like making some plays that makes me more confident about his like staying ability in Major League Baseball. And mm-hmm. you know, with you already have a. Well, a, a great third baseman at Yohan Moncada. I was gonna say I already saw that. I don't know. I mean, you, maybe you saw that one take where the guy had uh, uh, thought uh, Jake Berger had like a higher ceiling than Yohan Moncada. <laughs> you need a mute Ken W L. Um, no, was it him? No, it was somebody else. So it was somebody else. But I, I mean, it was you know a lot, a lot of hype for Jake Berger right now. No, Yohan Moncada <laughs> is still fine. That's like the that's like the David Bodie uh, Chris Bryant from like 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Alex is now challenging me. Oh, on what? On Frazier. I know he hasn't hit over 280, but he's always been his WAR's been consistent. You know, like no, definitely he, this year is definitely like an outlier. Like he's oh, he's, he's playing. He's this is pretty 26. This, yeah, yeah. This is his best season. But he's like a, a 280 hitter. You know, is he has a career like. OPS like what like 740 like who right now is doing that for the Sox that you trust will do it for the next three months right and again he's starting in the all-star game so 2016 he hit 301 in 66 games then 276 277 278 230 and now he's hitting 326 like the 230 last year yes and the 230 was in the COVID season exactly so. so I mean I'm not and it's, he's not going to hit a ton of bombs, two home runs, six home runs, 10 home runs, 10 home runs, seven home runs, and he's got four this year. He can possibly play right field in a pinch. Like, I know people – I know, Adam, I know you want Reynolds. I get it. But <laughs> I I just – I think Frazier fits. I like his – I didn't realize he's 29. Yeah. I mean, like, no, he's like – he's up – he'll have like – if you trade up, I think he has like one more year before right. he's a free agent, so – 
but I don't know. I think but I, really I think, think for him, it's like you kind of know what you're getting. And I think Sheets gets a is the can can be a centerpiece to get you Frazier. I really do. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I yeah, I I could be crazy. I could be. I have no, I have no clue with like what the Pirates would do because they're just. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw the trade of Tampa Bay a few years ago. So. And, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Sheets is the prototypical Pittsburgh guy. Like, yeah. he'll go to Pittsburgh, hit 30, 40 bombs next year, and they'll trade him for someone else. Like, they just keep, <laughs> they just keep that line moving in Pittsburgh, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're seeing. You know, we heard the, we talked about the Trevor Story stuff last week, um, and the guys on the <laughs> the Lockdown Sox podcast mm-hmm. they brought up a great scenario, if you will. Remember when Machado, Manny Machado, got traded from Baltimore to the Dodgers? Yeah, and it happened right at the All Star break, mm-hmm. and it it happened after the All Star game. But he was at the All Star game, and he was taking like he was posting all these selfies with him and all the Dodgers players. So it was like, okay. Oh yeah. I said if you, if we see Lance, oh if we see Lance Lynn taking selfies with Trevor Story, one Lance is drunk, and two <laughs> he's coming to the White Sox. But by the way, first to bring up Trevor Story, right here, Pinwheels Nighty Pod. I don't know, but people don't like to give me shit, <laughs> but. I've just accepted that. Um, but I mean, yeah. it's ruined because this Bob is a, wrote about it. So. But yeah, and this is a good, Alex brings it up. The Machado trade at the deadline is a perfect baseline for a trade package for a yeah. Trevor Story rental. And then I mean, the flip side for Cubs fans listening for Chris Bryant. Yeah, exactly. That's We could say that because this is a, a safe show because Fizz isn't here to yell at us <laughs> for saying that. But yes, um, it's, that's the truth though. Especially, I mean, yeah. especially with the Cubs in a full-fledged nosedive right now. It was a couple weeks. It was cool. It was a good time. Um, remember Wisdom? He's, he's still getting hits. He got a, he got a diamond card in MLB The Show. Oh, for his July. He got a – I'm going to actually – He was rookie of the month, so. I'm going to I'm gonna earn that. Uh, <laughs> you should have took that trade. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to earn that card tonight probably. Um Dodgers traded their number four, 25 and 28 prospect. And their number four was a fringe top 100 guy. So that could be matched by the Sox. Thank you, Alex. This is, for those of you who don't know, Alex is our dude. He's our fact checker on the show. He's like the unofficial fourth member of the show. We appreciate that, Alex. Thank you. Because that would have took me 20 minutes of dead air to look that up. So we would still be looking. We would would 100% (laughs) still be looking. Um, but I really, I just, I don't picture how Rick can't make, he can get away with not making a move. I really think that the DFA of Adam Eaton kind of showed us, like, they're not fucking around this year. You want a jock? No. No. I think they could do better. <laughs> and this is a good point, too, by Mr. Ham. Pay attention to Lynn hanging out with Gallo. Gallo. Joey Gallo. There you go. I think oh, I, this year's home run derby is going to be sick. Oh, do you want to get to the home? No, no, yeah, never mind. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Fuck it. I saw the bracket, and I, I think they did the like the seeding based on how many home runs, I think. I thought well, it was like you, Oh, was it? I, I don't know how it was figured out, but like MLB, would Otani versus Soto first round? Like, yeah, that, that, they kind of 
Like, I kind of get it in one hand because, like, I've, there's no guarantee. It's not like a guarantee that both guys will, like, get to the finals or, like, the semifinals. Yeah. Like, the very first round, you kind of just, like, you know, bust your nut way too early. Yeah, they kind of buried the – yeah, that's a like good I, way to like put I it. Like, I get it in one hand. It's like, okay, we're guarantee you, we're guarantee you this fucking show. No, they, went by, they went by homer totals. You're right. Yeah, so, so 32 homers for Otani versus 11 homers for Soto. I mean, that like, come on. But, like, I get it. Like, yeah, you're guaranteeing, the sh- like, you know – you you have a premier matchup, but but then the next matchup's Joey Gallo versus Trevor Story. That's must see TV too. This is a good ass home run derby. But then did you see the other ones like Matt Olson and uh, Mancini? I know Mancini yeah. is a great story, but like that's that that first round matchup, like yeah, that's when I go get a beer or two, take a piss. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Salvador Perez, who yeah, I'm not watching him. But then you get, <laughs> but then you got Pete Alonso, who I'm gonna yeah. watch. I'm gonna watch him go. I don't know. You're. I agree with you though. They should have split up Otani and Soto, for sure. Um, yeah, we're some, on yep, we're getting some really good questions in the. Uh, oh, our friends over at the show Southside Agenda, go check those guys out. I was a guest on their show. They're younger guys. They're getting started in the whole. They got podcast. you into TikTok. Yeah, they did. It's their fault, everybody. <laughs> um, would Escobar or Frazier deal make more sense? They're kind of like dollar and cents wise, pretty even. I think the Fraser deal makes more sense. I would take either one. Yeah. Um, I think Escobar would be less expensive, um, prospect wise, but I would definitely prefer Fraser. Um, Matt Olson is boring, but he's going to hit bombs. That's very true. Here's a little Cubs love for you. You can get the Astros to overpay for Kimbrel big time. Yeah. So according to a couple of different baseball media heavy hitters, Kimbrel is the like Kimbrel is the hot girl at the prom. I, yeah, he's like he's like, probably like behind like Hendricks as like one of the best closures this year. Right. So I think the Cubs can get a a king's ransom. And I think the other name, I think it was Buster Olney who uh, who had that tweet. I think the other name was the A's. Was it the A's? A's need a closer. And the, and here's the thing: the one of the Cubs' new like front office guys uh, used to be the assistant GM of the A's just a few years ago. So Love obviously, backroom wheeling and dealing. Right, baby. right, right. So obviously, there's some you know connection there, familiarity with the uh, minor league system. So I mean, if anything, maybe get 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 them into a bidding war and have someone overpay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I like to, when we hit this mark of the show, remind everybody we got a link there to help you support the show. If you feel like, you know, this is hashtag good, uh, you can. Yeah, the Red Sox. Ah. Red Sox make sense too. Who's in their farm system? I don't even know who their closer is. But um, also, if you're watching us live, there's a lot of great shows coming up after us. Uh, a lot of, you know, we've, covered a lot of topics here but some of these other shows are a little better equipped to cover the upcoming mlb draft so i'm sure those guys will be going over that and red sox have barns um i guess you can never have too many arms that's right yeah i would say houston though houston probably is my if we were doing the Sox machine guessing game for trade deadline yeah I would say Kimbrel to Houston makes a lot of sense to me. A lot of sense. I was told by an Astros fan today on Twitter to eat it, and <laughs> they sent me a screenshot of the current overall standings in the AL. Yeah, take that, so. I'm surprised I'm still alive. 
<laughs> how are you? How are was, you even talking to me? You're a ghost. That, now. You're dead. that was a that was a Twitter murder. <laughs> I was just done when that happened. It was almost as bad as when people hit me with the white socks sux. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, white, I've seen things too. White sucks. I mean, how how can anyone ever recover from that? Uh, I just, I what did I eat? I ate it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> dead. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just dead. I'm dead. You know, but for uh, Kimbrel, just highest seller. Get it done. I, right. I mean, I know the, this isn't to like you know uh, anything against Kevin, but like uh, Kevin, uh, obviously Chris Bryant for what is it now? Thursday night's game, he's not in the lineup. Left with a like, cramp in his hamstring or something. They're playing uh, it very safe with Chris. Yeah, Bryant. they're playing very safe. But like, here's the thing: Cubs are like Cubs season, Cubs games right now do not matter. The season's over. I'm sorry to break it to you for any Cubs fan who's still for any Cubs fan who's still hanging on to hope. And I shared. I remember when they lost. I think to like their ninth or tenth in a row. I I, I uh, clipped that when you asked us last week. When they were only six games back, yeah. I was still clinging on Menzo. I thought they were. There's no way they would lose five more in a row. Little, little did I know I was wrong. But you asked us. You're like, so are the guys? Are the Cubs going to be sellers? And we just had these deep, deep uh, Lucas Giolito sighs. And yeah, no, I mean they're sellers. They're they they they're eight and a half back. They're yeah. They keep teetering between third and fourth place. I mean, it's. I'm sorry, Cubs fans. It's my it's problem. <laughs> my problem with the eight and a half back isn't so much that they're just eight and a half back. My problem is that they're eight and a half back against the Brewers, and the Brewers look like a fucking unit. I mean, they have, they have good pitching. The Cubs. They have no. very good pitching, and then, but if you look at the wild card, like the Cubs are seven games out of a wild card spot. You know, and the they're chasing the Dodgers and the Padres. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, the way that someone just came in our chat and wrote Escobar, I thought it happened. Nope. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa. I was like, breaking Bob moves. was right all along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's not looking good for the Cubs. I know Fitz is probably punching the back of the seat on the airplane if he's listening to this right now because Fitz is 100% a goonie. When it comes to the Cubs, he never says die, which I love him for it. I absolutely love him for it. But realistically, it it, it looks pretty grim. I mean, I mean, unbelievable. 11 yeah. games in a row. And meanwhile, like the Brewers won like eight in a row or something. It was yes. Like, Jesus Christ. It's, yeah, it's it's brutal. And I mean, yeah. And it, um, and it was like everything. It was like one run losses, blowout, blow or blowing a seven nothing lead. It was everything. <laughs> it was, and it was like losing games, you know, fourteen to ten or whatever it was. Yeah, getting blown out. And, and, was, and then I mean, they actually they won on Wednesday night, but it uh, it's just the pit. They don't have the pitching. First of all, <laughs> like they're not even close. But um, yeah, I mean that's. Yumper, Yumper, uh, he brought it up in the in the, in the chat. Chad Hoyer talked to the media on Thursday. What he said. Uh, we didn't get we didn't get a Rick Hahn, you know, 2016 quote from you. Don't remember? He was like, you right. know, we're tired of the mediocrity. Like this is gonna be. He didn't like. He didn't say it was gonna be like a rebuild, but he pretty much said it's like, like we're. <laughs> did, did he say the magic word? Did he say retool? No, no, because he, oh, okay. he or did. I don't, know, I don't know the exact quote, but like the paraphrasing, it was like. He was like, you know, things back in 2012 or 2012, 2012, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, like that's when the Cubs like just tore everything down, full rebuild. He's like, we're in a different situation. We're not doing that. Like, this isn't going to be a rebuild. You know, 
any any decisions that I make right now, it's not going to be a full teardown. So, yep. hey, you said it that I, the only thing we can do as fans hold them accountable. We've seen the stories of like you know yeah they're they're going to have more money to spend. All right, better fucking spend it. <laughs> this will not be a rebuild by any definition. That means he's sitting there going, yeah, it's a retool. Um. Hold on, I, this is, I just read the first two, three words, so I want to read this. This is uh, from our live show on Thursday. Brian says in the chat, my crazy Cub fan brother suggested the other day the Sox trade Moncada and Cease for Brian. I called the authorities to do a wellness check. You need to call the authorities to have him arrested because, <laughs> no, dude, they're not giving – You have giving... Jake Brayer. You don't need Moncada anymore, though. So we talked about we, – we talked about <laughs> this earlier. Brian, you could tell your brother that – Renting Chris Bryant for half a season, you're not giving any MLB names out. <laughs> no. Look at, again if you need something to base it off of. Look at the Manny Machado to the Dodgers trade a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking at for like a story or a Bryant is three of your system's top uh, prospects. Fake Junior Jerker. Fake Jerker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, if Gavin Sheets or Jake Berger gets you a Frazier or has to be a part of the piece to get you Trevor story for half season. And you really feel like let's go with this. You got to do it, man. And I know everybody loves the prospects. Uh, I can't think of it. James Fox over at future socks has a great term. He uses for people overvaluing their prospects. And I can't <laughs> think of it right now, but I mean, but, but like, are they really, like the socks, the prospects that they would trade? Like the only guy that I could think of that, like, you could be really that attached to like not even because he's like what like 19 like jared kelly like yeah, if the that's, trade, that's one of them and like he the just came back gavin from an arm injury like the socks trade gavin sheets like who's i don't actually care he's gonna be mad Come i on. honestly don't care if they trade or even gavin or even like jake like nothing is jake Brigger. great fucking story probably gonna be a movie one day like just incredible coming back from the injuries just what he's done hopefully it's better than the kurt warner movie <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, if you if you really love Jake Berger, like, what's like, you could hope nothing better for him than have him go somewhere else where he can actually play. And this is the thing, Alex said here, the Sox farm system is kind of yeah. fucking dog it's water. Not right now. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm saying. Like, what prospects do Sox fans are are they in love with what right is now? It like Blake Rutherford. Like, <laughs> I mean, still waiting for like a Micker Adolfo. Like, I know you got <laughs> Cespedes, I guess, and like, yeah, right, yeah. lucky. That's it. And like, I mean, I'm pretty sure we still have a Tatis floating around in there, and you can't. They'll never trade him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a White Sox for life. He could be straight cheeks his whole career. He is never going anywhere. He is going to retire. Um, <laughs> but yes, you trade sheets. Burger's my. I will openly admit, Burger's my. I'm overly attached to prospect just because of the story. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a great story. And but like. I've said it on the show multiple times. If I'm Rick Hahn and someone calls me, farms open. What? Give me and shoot me some names. What do I got to do? And <laughs> I mean, obviously you negotiate a little bit, but like, it's it's dog water. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's shit. You just got to be. None of these guys are untouchable. And Jerry yeah. Kelly, you brought him up. They don't even know what they have in him yet. He pitched like two games and then. His something fucked up in his arm. Oh, he just came back. Go. No, it wasn't like serious. Like oh, okay. it, it, he took like a two, three week. I know, but like that's the thing. He's right. like what? He's like what? Nineteen? Like yeah. 
You're not. You're ready to win right now. You like, literally you can't buy beer yet. Yeah, like you don't care what Jared Kelly is going to be in 2025. You're trying to win the 2021 World Series, the 2022 right. World Series. Yes, if Jerry Kelly gets you Trevor Story, you do that. Do it, yeah. Like yes. not you don't even think about it. No, I, I, in my opinion, you don't even think about the Jared Kelly. No, Jared Kelly could be like fucking phenomenal in like four years. Great, but <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll be very happy to be watching. Sunday night baseball and Jerry Kelly's on the hill for the Rockies. And I'm sitting there being like, remember when we won that world series four years ago, that was fucking lit dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I can give a shit. Um, yeah, you make fuck dude. I'm getting fired up. You make that trade. You go out and you get off your ass and you find that goddamn dog. No, you make that trade, man. You make <laughs> that trade. If Sox win in 2021 World Series and Jerry Kelly becomes Nolan Ryan, who cares? Exactly. exactly. Look, okay, perfect example. I mean, we don't have to. The Cubs, 2016, and they fucking won the World Series. And even right. years after, fans are still like, oh, but like, you know, traded, traded Torres. And uh, I mean, look Ooh. at him with the Yankees. What have the fucking Yankees won? Right, and the Yankees, they look like shit right now, too. Yeah, like, what have the Yankees won with Gulliver Torres? Like, nothing. Now, this is funny, Stan. Game 7 of the 2027 (laughs) World Series, Rockies Rangers, Jared Kelly versus Dane Tunning. (laughs) So so you need to make that happen in the show and, like, take a screenshot. Be like, fuck. I'm on it. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, look at the Yankees, dude. You take away the sticky stuff. Yankees are – their pitching staff sucks. And Chapman looks like a lost puppy. <laughs> Chapman's getting lit up like he stole some. Yankees are nine games back of the Red Sox right now. Yeah, they're brutal. In a very, very tough division with the Red Sox, Rays, and Blue Jays all ahead of the Yankees. The Yankees lose. <laughs> yeah, it's – yeah. Yankees oh. fans going uh, crazy today uh, in our, uh, on Janice. Yeah, that's fucked so up. That was fucking wild. Yeah. For Twitter tough guys or yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Twitter tough guys. I think the fun. perfect description that I just kept is like like chill out, you weirdo. Which yeah. I, that's what like fucking weirdos. First of all, he has like a picture of another dude as his avatar, and like I don't know, fuck nah, him. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to get into it. Just yeah. we'll leave it at fuck him. Um, Ooh, good question. This is a good question for Maddie Mitch. Anyone worried about Giolito with no sticky stuff? It's tough when it's your guy, man. It's, it's it's tough when it's your guy, but the numbers are the numbers. I remember, I remember right after the Donaldson thing uh, last week, I shared the fastball spin rates, and it was a fucking nosedive, just like the Cubs. The other MLB Twitters are just jealous that our ladies are so smart. That's true. Hey, fucking men. Um, it's tough when it's your guy, man. Talking about Giolito, I'm trying to divert by clicking on comments, <laughs> but. The, the numbers are there, dude. Again, I said this on Twitter. The All-Star break could not have come at a better time for the White Sox. Yeah. Seriously, best time ever. Um, oh, no. You know, I, I did look <laughs> oh, at it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I did look at it. It's not. Oh, no. I it's mean, not, it's it, not was great. Pretty, it is pretty crazy when you went from we're starting pitcher in baseball to, you know, like Cyan contender. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> it's not great, oh, but boy. I have faith in my boy Lucas. I have faith hey. that he, he will take this all-star break, work with Ethan Katz, <laughs> find that mojo, 
and figure some shit out. Zo, you have to join me in the cabin with like if if you know things end up falling apart with like Giolito or some guys like hey 20, 2021 with the rule changes mid season. This did, this was a bullshit season. Bullshit season. <laughs> Let's just start that campaign now. <laughs> but and then oh stay hot tonight, Maddie Mitch. Stay hot. The Sox not giving Giolito that contract extension Oof. everybody was beating that drum for. Oof. That might have turned out to be a good move. And again, it fucking sucks even talking about this with him. But, and my guys over at Southside Agenda that I want guaranteed rate should be fired into the sun for that Giolito commercial. I don't know if you watched a lot of Sox games, although, but there's a, there's a guaranteed rate commercial that comes on every Sox game that says, 2018, he was the worst pitcher in baseball, but he had something no one else had perseverance it might as well just say gorilla glue but perseverance and uh, but and hey maybe maybe alex is right maybe maybe it was inspired tag maybe he just like i mean but here's the thing maybe it was something else like (laughs) like it didn't have to be spider tag it could easily be or or, hey best case scenario maybe it was just because like they took away the sunscreen now or whatever like maybe it was that yep it could just be arm angle or something that they could fix I'm, I'm trying to be really positive because I really love the Giolito family. They're very good people, but you know, Lucas Giolito is like fucking like great human being. Yes, and, and, and I like, and yeah. I want him to like get through this. And <laughs> again, the All Star break came at the best time for the White Sox. And does it suck? Like big hurt. Frank Thomas has been fucking going absolutely ape shit on the Sox pregame shows that Tim Anderson is not a uh, All Star. It's it's actually kind of scary to watch. Like I do well, not I mean, want I think Frank might Tom. end up being on the team eventually. Right, because all, all the these a- Astros guys. Keep- <laughs> yeah, because all the Astros are they don't want to show up. I don't blame them at all, but that's why I was told <laughs> to eat it because I talked about that. Uh, okay. Um, but like Lance Lynn, even in his last start, uh, he didn't look like he had his best stuff. He said he didn't have his best stuff. So I would I don't mind if he doesn't pitch in the All Star game, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah, of like, guys, oh, like a lot Rodan, Rodan, like just sit down, just you know, put him in fucking amazing, just, wrap him in bubble wrap, and then put him in a tub of ice and like give him a scuba mask and just have him chill. By the way, speaking of the rotation, just how you know, especially Rodan and uh, uh, Lynn have been, and it goes back to like that's another reason why you. If you're Rick Hahn, you do want to be aggressive this year because the only World Series you can win this year is this year's World Series. Right. And you, there is no guarantee that Lansing is going to, you know, re-sign. There's no guarantee that, you know, you're going to have Rodon back. Mm-hmm. And then, like, bam. You're not you going to have Rodon back. I'll tell you right now, you're not going to have Yeah, like, bam. You just lost, like, 40% of your rotation and, like, two of your best starting pitchers. I feel like Lance Lynn comes back. I'm going to call my shot right now. Okay, Lance, okay. Lance Lynn comes back. Rodon's probably going to be on the Yankees or some shit. And he deserves it. He 100% earned that bag, dude. He deserves to get paid a lot. But, yeah, Fitz is messaging me too. Um, <laughs> he deserves to get paid. I just don't – the White Sox aren't going to pay him. And I, But I do think – I think Lance Lynn rides off into the sunset as a White Sox. White Sox, singular, White Sox. But I feel like he ends his career here. I really do. I mean – I don't know maybe, what else happens. Maybe he but... gets, uh... Oh, yeah, and then Keiko, I think, isn't his like contract one year left or done? 
What's Keiko? Yeah, uh, I'm not too worried about. And <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, they can qualify offer. They can, oh, there you go. Yeah, they can still give the the QO to Rodan. Um, but you know the Yankees are gonna like. Or... Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's why I mean. Michael Kopech, Kara Crochet, all these guys. Like, that's right. Oh, that's right. It's, it's to, like, all these guys. Yeah, yeah they're, they're supposed to just kind of that. move the line, you know? So I'm not – but you're 100% right. You could only win the 2021 World Series this year. And you're in a great spot. Great yes. spot. You're in a fucking dog-piss division. You got an eight-game lead in said dog-piss division. The rest <laughs> of the team's in – this dog piss division are just torpedoing down and Cleveland looks like shit lately. Yeah. The Tigers, Tigers actually been playing some pretty good baseball. Tigers put it on the Astros. They put it on the White Sox. Like Tigers are playing some good baseball. I've literally not heard about, saw a highlight of, or thought about the Royals in like two months. Remember like, the Royals uh, in April? <laughs> yeah, that was good times. And then the Twins just they the Twins this last series of the White Sox and the Twins to me it looked like the Twins have white flagged this season. <laughs> yeah, it looked fucking awful. Mm-hmm. And I was no one no one was more wrong about the 2021 Twins than me because I remember I was I was tweeting out like in April when Kimber was like obviously starting out his hot streak. And I was like, all right, what can the Cubs get for oh, uh, I that, yeah. get from the twins? And like somebody was like, Twins are fucking trash. And I'm like, ah, they'll be fine in like come July. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. 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 They look I think they're gonna be solid. Again, I think they need to do the right thing and get Nelson Cruz on a contender. Nelson Cruz in Tampa Bay just makes too much sense. Makes too much sense to me. And Josh Donaldson, fire him in the sun. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> he gets a big old fuck that. You know what? They should trade him to the Rangers. Trade Dodge Donaldson back to the Rangers. <laughs> Let him die down there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been trying to keep this White Sox because I don't really want to harp on an 11 game losing streak. Is there anything Cubs related you want to talk about? Um, I mean, it's all negative. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. positives, I guess. I mean, no, Nico Horner back from the hamstring. He's still just looks solid out there. We do got we do got to give a shout out to Fitz's boy Nico. Nico Horner is fantastic, but uh, Nico got one hit the other night, and Fitz in all caps put "Nico is back, baby" in our chat. So, yeah, uh, Nico's been like he's one of the few guys you know actually provides something different uh, at the plate. But he keeps David Ross keeps banning Nico Horner seventh and eighth. I don't know why. Okay, I do want to read this. And Fitz, if this was supposed to not be on the show, I apologize. But Fitz just messaged us this. Sitting KB today for a cramp is telling. Sitting Javi for a sore thumb is telling. If they trade those two and keep Rizzo, I'm fucking done. The sentimental fan service signing like Arietta. I'm losing faith and hope by the second. So good thing I just called you a goonie because <laughs> not really helping me out there. But it's got to be rough, man. I'm not trying to like – dance on the Cubs grave or anything. You know, I'm not that kind of fan, but like the Cubs, there's a good possibility of Cubs turn into big time sellers. Oh no. Right now as a cup, if you were a Cubs fan, 
regardless of what they do in the offseason in terms of like spending on free agents, mm-hmm. you want them to sell right now because if they don't, you're just gonna lose guys. And I know Kevin keeps saying the comp picks, the comp picks, like yeah, that's, okay. Like yeah. I don't know how I don't I okay, I I don't know. I'm completely ignorant of on college baseball and like the prep scene. So I don't know. I don't know how deep the, the draft is gonna be next year. Maybe it is great and you know, you get some extra picks and you pick up a, a guy who could be like a first rounder or something. But like I you want to be sellers right now. You want to sell Craig Kimbrell. You know, Andrew Chafin, fucking love him. He's become yep. like number one beloved guy like on, on Cubs Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's been fucking great. I think he has like a 22, 23 inning score streak. Trade him. Ryan Tapera is gonna be back on Friday and he's he's hurt. Uh but before that, he was fucking amazing in May. If you can find something for him, trade him. Uh, you know, Chris Bryant, I fucking love him. If I want you, the Cubs to sign him to an extension. Right. If you can get something good for him right now and then, like, revisit an extension or, like, try to sign him in free agency. Do that. Same thing with Baez. Same thing with Rosa. Especially, <laughs> especially if you can get, like, a top three prospects out of somebody's system right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like some, like the like Kimberly, you could like someone, like you can, you can, like, hey, you need a fucking closer. Here's a Hall of Famer. He is having his like best season of his career right now. Like, give me your, give me oh, you got your system. I want to address this. Jack says, "Is Rizzo a phony good guy? He seems like he could be a DB in real life." I'm gonna say no. I know from firsthand experience. Uh, I know I'm not gonna get into full detail about it, but Lurie's Children's Hospital is very near and dear to my heart. They've saved my brother's life on multiple occasions. And I've seen Anthony Rizzo there firsthand doing great things with these kids with no cameras around. So no, Anthony Rizzo in real life is a solid dude. I just want to put that out there because that's important because, yeah. You know, for um, any, I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you when we uh, but like, you know, if, obviously yeah. Rizzo, we know the charity work. And like I don't know, Rizzo seems like pretty legit. Same thing with Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant just like most low key down to earth guy. Yeah, and then look at Jumper, who's a very very good friend of the show. Rizzo actually donated yeah. to my mother in law's cancer walk on his own. No, yeah. Rizzo certified good guy. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I will always be a fan of Anthony Rizzo, just because of the stuff I've seen him do when no cameras were around. Um, that sounded bad, but I'm talking about like charity work and stuff like that. And, uh, and I mean, no, and it, you know, it's totally like, if you were feeling that it's a good question to ask, I'm glad that we were able to say it, you know, but Andrew Shaven is the man I'm as a Sox fan. I love this guy. And I mean, look at these stats, dude. What is he doing? He's fucking killing it this year. Andrew Shaven's been fucking amazing. It's it's crazy though how you know the Cubs have even to pair like he said I, I know he like get like a one stretch where uh, he struggled. Cubs have like <laughs> like the perfect seven eighth in seven eighth ninth inning guys that you want in a bullpen. That's like a championship back of the end bullpen. But it's just the rest of the fucking Dude, pitching staff. One forty three ERA with a point seven four clip. Yeah, Do great work, big boy. I love that he wears that failed starter shirt every day. <laughs> Like, yeah. That's just fantastic. Like that's a plus stuff right there. He's a guy who would fit on the south side very well. Could you imagine Lance Lynn pitching to him? Like <laughs> you deal with Lance Lynn for seven innings, and then you get that dude on the hill. 
Talk about just oh my god. Oh yeah, and then here's another. I even forgot Winkler. As annoying as Dan Winkler is, he he's putting up good numbers. I know he's a little shaky uh, last t- couple times out, but even he, you can probably get something for him. Like nothing. Is like that the not, guy with the weird main picture? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the guy yeah, with the face, the big yeah. eye, the eyebrows, the teeth. He looks like kind of like a weird like he looks like a wish version of Lord Farquhar. <laughs> from Shrek. Uh, 210 ERA, 31 strikeouts, 1.20 whip. Yeah. Huh? No, and that's the frustrating part. Like, like the upper says, like, Cubs have, like, they have, like, the like the set pieces around, you know? They have the para, Chafin, Kimbrel. They have the setup guys, the closer. You know, they have uh, Chris Bryant. Uh, you know, they have the talent that you'd hope comes through and like unfortunately just they're just too fucking screw oh god <laughs> Dan Winkler uh, uh, nightmare feel right there. It's just like it's just so frustrating. And like the interesting thing about the you know the whole Kevin if like uh, you know saying if they trade everyone else but keep Rizzo I know in the off season when the stories came out, like you know the, the Cubs offered him this, and it was like, oh, they lowballed him. You know, Rizzo I, shut that shit down quick, bro. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like 100 percent of, or not 100 percent, but like most, the mass majority of Cubs fans were like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. How can you do that to Rizzo, the captain? And uh, I mean, I was I was right there included. Um, but holy shit, uh, it's not he's not bad, but there's just like some troubling things, and it's like. Well, you know, if you had to choose, do you want Anthony Rizzo back over Bryant? Do you want him back even over Bias? As bad as Bias has been. I mean, <laughs> if I'm right now, Bias has been as, valuable. As an outsider looking in, this I would rank my priorities to bring back. One being the most I want back, three being you can go now. Bryant Rizzo Bias. Uh, yeah, like I would still do that, like depending on like what like the contract demands are, like what what guys want. But you know, it's it's definitely Br- it's definitely Bryant number one, and like not a close second. <laughs> Dan Winkler <laughs> looks like a guy that'll sell you Adderall out of a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, oh yeah, and then uh, Manny Rich puts down the you know the reported number that Rizzo turned down in the offseason was uh, five years, seventy million. And I was looking back, you know, Abreu got like three for fifty-one or something, or you know, something yeah. like that. It's yep. like, I mean, right now, how things are going for Rizzo, I don't think anyone's going to be offering him five for seventy. Like, right. dude's got on a bad back every fucking year, though. And like, it, obviously, in the, years, in the years prior, it didn't matter because you know the guys around him were stepping up, and like, you know, you can you can afford to miss Rizzo for like a week, ten mm-hmm. days. It was fine. But now it's every year, and now this year it's multiple times. It's been multiple times where like there's been like a week where you know just can't play, um, or like he's kind of iffy, so the Cubs have to sit him. Um, the power numbers, power numbers. I know we look at 2020. It's like uh, how much can you like really take from 2020? But that's extended into this season. The right. power numbers have gone down. He's like he's just an average first baseman right now. He is very average right now, um, which is not not great. Not great, Bob. Um, all right, so to kind of just put a bow on all this, um, again, if you're watching us live on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, you have the Sox machine live. 7.30, you got Sox on 35th. I think they got James Fox on there talking uh, 
upcoming draft. And then, of course, at 8.30, our uncles, the boys from the 108 with Tales from Las Vegas. You're not going to want to miss that one. So make sure you, you keep it tuned to the YouTubes. Support all those shows and all the other great shows that we got much love for here. Um, it means a lot. You'd be crazy surprised on how much just a like or a share or a comment can really help a show out. A lot of work goes into putting these shows. So show love, you heathens. Um, and then next week, it's our All-Star Break show. I think Ooh. I might have something cooking. Uh-oh. We might have some guests. Ooh. Might do a little mid-season. We'll see. Oh, and that's going to be the draft, too, isn't it? The draft is Sunday. Oh, all right. There you go. Have yeah. a draft recap. Right? I think it's this Sunday. Is it Sunday? I, I don't know. MLB. We're not big draft terrible, guys. Terrible yeah. job of, uh... Not big draft. I think the first round's on ESPN this year, though. All right. Um, let's do a little Google search. <laughs> Yeah, Sunday, July 11th. All right, there you go. Yep. So. Oh, is it – I can't remember. Is it uh, Cubs 21, Sox 22, or the other way around? What's the draft order? Let me look it up. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, like, Cubs are before the Sox. Is it just one pick apart? Or is it? Yeah, one pick apart. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> whoever that pick is for the Cubs better Cubs, be good. Yeah, Cubs are, tw- <laughs> Cubs are 21, uh, Sox are 22. Oh, uh, first round is on ESPN and and MLB Network. Uh, you're out, buddy. Um, the other thing I want to say before we sign off, if you are in the South Side area in Chicago listening to this, this weekend is the Papa Hops 16-inch softball tournament. It is a massive tournament. 32 of the best teams um, play. It's for a great cause. A lot of the money – Although you're fucking with me now, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the, uh, lot of the money goes to uh, cancer charities as well as some of the uh, other great foundations. I personally grew up a block away from Mr. Hopkins. He was. They keep referring to him as larger than life. They're not joking. The man just drew people in. He was a great man on the south side of Chicago. Um, there's, it's going to be some a plus 16 inch softball. Uh, I know a lot of guys playing, uh, I think Barstool has a team this year. So Barstool, Dave, and all those guys are going to be out there. Uh, White Sox, Dave, and it's just a great time though. You can bring the whole family. Uh, they have, they usually have, uh, the dude that sings the national anthem at Hawks games, sings the national anthem before, before, yeah, it's at the main park is Kennedy park on a hundred and I think County Park's like hundred and thirteenth and Western, right off of Western there. Uh some of the more preliminary games are at Beverly Park and Mount Greenwood Park as well. But the main games towards the end of the night are all at Kennedy Park. Dude, the championship game is nuts. I'm talking huge fireworks show, uh, just a massive crowd of people surrounds the field. Um it's under the lights. Uh, Jim Cornelison does the national anthem. It's it's an event, dude. And some of my close friends have played in that championship game in years past. And, like, you get hyped for them. Like, it's crazy, dude. Um, and, yeah, you might run into me there, too. I don't know if that's going to deter people from going or not. But uh, they sell beer, food. There's split-the-pot raffles. There's silent auctions. I mean, it's like everything you like about events on the south side 
all in one place nice. surrounded by some awesome softball and the best thing is it's all for a good cause so again if you're looking for something to do this weekend or you just want to go drink outside which both things can be true head down to kennedy park in the beverly neighborhood go watch some softball it's dude it's going to be sick and this year with barstool as a sponsor there's going to be a fuck ton of people there but nice. yeah um so yeah do that and buy a shirt jerks uh <laughs> so for kfids who's not here and although i'm zo although you got anything else you want to say before we go donate 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 do that uh this is pinwheels and ivy and we'll talk to you next week jerks take care of each other bye Rebuild of the favorites, we here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side, not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams, both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball, but we don't pull the wrong strings. Yeah, <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move, discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be, this is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change.